Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Healthy by Human podcast. My name is Callie and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. I am beyond grateful and excited that you have discovered my podcast. And if you're returning, welcome back, my gorgeous queen. I am so excited for you to be here today and I hope that what I'm about to share with you will help impact your life in some way shape or form whether that just be entertain you with some really funny and (laughs) raw transparent stories or inspire you to just improve your health and wellness journey while staying balanced and realizing that we are all humans and we're not always perfect in our health journey. So anyway, on that note, make sure you do leave this podcast a nice review. It helps me so much and it helps the podcast grow and continue to expand. Anyway, on that note, let's get right into the podcast and I'm going to start with my healthy but human moment of the week. So if you follow me on social media, you already know that I went to Texas this past weekend. Actually, you probably don't know that because I did a social media detox and I was not on TikTok, YouTube or Instagram for three days straight. And it was just like really, really good for my mental health. I'll get in more into that in a little bit on why I did a detox. But basically my healthiest moment of the week or healthy human moment of the week was I was roasting s'mores and... I realized that I was at a place in my journey where I genuinely just don't think twice about whether or not I'm going to eat s'mores. Like example, used to, I would do really intense fad diets. And if I had one thing that was unhealthy in quotes, I would feel insane guilt. I'd feel really bad about myself. And I thought my entire journey was over and that that was that. But now I'm at this point where I realized, yeah, some days, like some days just call for a s'more. Other days call for a green smoothie. It's kind of comes down to what do you need in that moment mentally and physically. So I've just been learning to honor balance recently and balance in the sense of doing things that make you feel your best in the moment. And also just like so you guys know, full disclosure is I... I'm a firm believer in listening to short-term consequences and long-term consequences, or not consequences, that's kind of an intense word, more like impact. So when I make decisions, I think about, okay, how will this impact me in the short term? How will it impact me in the long term? And it's kind of a balance, like it's a little pendulum. Sometimes we're going to swing further to making choices that will benefit us in the long term. Sometimes we're going to make choices that will benefit us more in the short term. Sometimes both. So it's one of those things where you just have to be kind to yourself and gentle with yourself. And that was a moment where I was really, really proud of myself for how far I've come in my journey. And yeah, I had a moment where I was just like, yes, this is healthy and human. Yay. Anyway, moving along, (laughs) we're going to get into today's episode It's going to be a little bit more different than some of my previous episodes. I'm really excited. So I actually had a little Q&A with you guys on Instagram prior to my random social media detox. I just dropped off the grid and I realized I didn't answer a lot of the questions. You guys sent in a ton of questions, which was incredible. And I want to spend some time answering a bunch of them because I think these are all like super relevant topics that a lot of you guys struggle with and wonder. 
And I think it'd be really cool to just dive into it together and chat a little bit about some of these things because I also struggle with some of your questions that you sent me. So on that note, let's get into this. But first, I wanted to just actually explain to you why I went on a social media detox. Um, I think this is something that a lot of content creators need to hear and anyone who uses social media. So I have done detoxes in the past. Most of them actually happen around this time of the year. And I was thinking about it and I realized around this time of the year, I find myself going a lot more inward. So December, I feel like a lot of the times I am launching something super big and exciting and I have a huge buildup coming and I'm really pumped. I'm getting my community excited. My community is growing. It's thriving. It's like so exciting. And then the launch happens and for the week after, it's the same sort of energy, but I find myself starting to go really inwards feeling a little bit burnt out, needing time away from the screen, needing time away from my platform, from my business. And I get in my head a lot around this time of the year, I've noticed. I started doing some different exercises to help with my mental health and anxiety. Um, And one of the things is cognitive behavioral therapy. And I'm actually reading a book about this right now. So I'll like definitely tell you guys kind of what I found reading it. I'm like really early on into the book. But something that I've realized is patterns are really important to recognize and be aware of. And I have not been too, too aware of some of the patterns, um, some of the lies I've been telling myself for a really long time. And basically where I was going with this, my detox came because I was telling myself so many lies. I was falling into this social media addiction trap where I would just be clicking on the app without even thinking about it. And I was spending so many hours of my day just focusing on other people's lives, being consumed in what they were experiencing and not being consumed in what my life was. I was missing out. And as a result, I felt like my content was getting, I was feeling lost. I was finding my voice in ways, but I was also becoming so absorbed with the trends that I wasn't living my day-to-day authentically and letting things flow into my mind that I wanted to share with you guys is more of like, oh, I'd see a trend and an idea would pop into my head, which is really, really awesome to have happen, by the way. But at the same time, like I wasn't putting my efforts and energy into things that weren't just creating TikToks. Like I wasn't putting my energy into responding to DMs. I wasn't putting my energy into building the next thing for you guys. And like, first of all, like I realized too, is like I don't always need to be building and launching But building in the sense of like, I want to continue to help figure out ways to give you guys a community. So like that's something I'm working on right now is to figure out. But anyway, that's kind of what led me to realize like, okay, I need to take a break. And I was going to the middle of nowhere in Texas for a weekend. And I realized there is no better place than going away to this ranch to just get off my phone. And it was just so, so, so needed. Like I needed it so bad. And honestly, even today I was thinking about it. I was like, I probably could still benefit from a few days off, but what I'm doing instead is like, because it is my business, I can't take off just like a month. It's like an early business. I can't just be like, Oh, peace out. See you in six months. Um, I do have to spend a lot of time working and helping my, my baby grow every single day. 
Um, but today I was like, I'm going to consume so much less content. And I did catch myself feeling weird feelings when I'd consume content. So it's already like, I'm having so much more awareness, which has been really, really helpful just in one day. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you. If you've been feeling like you're going down a rabbit hole with just TikToks and Instagrams, and you feel like you always have to be creating more, or you feel like you always have to be like in the loop of what's happening, it's really overwhelming. Social media happens really fast and it can become toxic really fast. It can become a good thing really fast, but you have to be very aware of yourself and you can't lose yourself in it. So anyway, I could like go on, I could literally record an entire podcast about this. And like also too, it's just like as social media is continuing to grow and I mean, there's even the metaverse happening soon. It's just being, it's really, really important to be aware of yourself and to be present because these things are trying to compete for our attention constantly. And if we let them win, if we let them overcome us and absorb us and consume us, we're going to lose ourselves and we're going to lose our days. So just be really mindful, right? Using it in social media as a tool, as a positive outlet, using it for inspiration, but remembering your life is happening right now, right here, right now. So keeping that in mind too. Okay. Anyway, enough of that like big sis chat about social media. I could literally talk for hours about it. So if you ever want to have a conversation, just hit me up. Um, I wanted to get into these little Q&A. So I'm going to answer some questions for you guys. And we're going to start off with Amelie's question. So Amelie underscore 1997 asked, actually, you know what? I want to keep this confidential, but this question is not very confidential. Like it's not really personal. So I think it's okay if I leave her username in this, but in the future, I'll keep it confidential. So she asked me, what is your weekly fitness routine? By the way, I do your reds daily and no one else is hashtag loyal. I freaking love that. So, okay, here's what my weekly fitness routine is. And also just so you guys know, like if you do struggle with making your fitness routine, I actually send out every Sunday a weekly workout schedule with recommended Pilates workouts and cardio to match it. So that is, that comes with being part of my studio. So my studio is the Sweaty Studio. It's an online affirmations Pilates studio, aka my literal baby. And I'm obsessed with it. I do my own workouts all the time. It's so much fun. And if you want to join, I will link it below in the show notes. It is a monthly membership or you can get the yearly. Monthly is $9.99 and the yearly is $99, which comes out to $8.25 per month. So it's like literally the cost of an expensive oat milk latte. Like, yeah, I made it really accessible for you guys so that you can do it, especially if you're a student in college or if you are someone who just started your career. Like, girl, I freaking get it. I, I've been there. So I wanted to make it accessible. So go ahead and try it out. Seven days free and you get a weekly, a weekly workout schedule, which will help you. Okay. So on to the question, a little shameless plug there. Um, my weekly schedule, it really just varies a lot based on where I am. I travel a ton. I'm in a long distance relationship. So I'm always back and forth between Miami and New York city. I'm actually going to Pittsburgh on Monday to see my family for like a month. So I, it really just varies. But what I do try to do is every day I try my best to go on a walk and whether that walk be in the morning or at night, I try to go on a walk. So even if it's like a 15 minute walk, a 30 minute walk, I just like to start there. Really simple, free, 
your legs will do you some good and you'll feel amazing. And then what I'll do is I will try to do a Pilates workout as well. So I do my workouts pretty much every single day. I have started to throw in some reformer Pilates workouts if I'm traveling just because when I'm in New York City, like I get a little stir crazy and I love to explore the city. So I'll go and I'll use like ClassPass and I'll take some classes at like my favorite studio in New York is Avia Pilates. I love the reformer classes. I tried SLT and I loved it too. So I just do that as well. I mean, sometimes for me, like it's just good to have variety and I'll do that for added resistance and then I'll do yoga. Like I love it in New York city. Oh my gosh. I love Y7 yoga. I do it with my boyfriend. It's so good. So I'll go to that like once every few weeks. I love yoga just for the stretching purposes and the mindfulness. Um, I feel like I've really just zen out and it's awesome. And then um, that's about it. I mean, honestly, Pilates is my go-to. I love Pilates and I do my workouts purely for mental health reasons. Like I used to work out just for the physical reasons, but I learned recently when I focus only on, not only, but if I mainly focus on doing my workouts to help with my mental health, I see results on the outside as well. Because when you lower your stress, when you love yourself, you're going to just see yourself in such a beautiful light. And you're also going to see outward results. So I'm sure I answered a bunch of questions people asked, but that's kind of like my little mindset on it. And that's my routine. I hope that helps you. I just, I'm very intuitive about how I exercise. Like every day is different. I also cycle sync my workouts. So I basically, what cycle syncing is, is so if you are a woman, you have four phases of your cycle a month. So we have our menstrual phase, which is when you have the actual bleed after is the follicular phase and then the ovulatory, and then the luteal phase. So each of these phases vary in length based on your cycle. But what I've learned, just to make it simple, is you can tell when you have lower or higher energy when you wake up. And in each of these phases, you're going to experience different energy levels as your hormones are changing. So during the follicular phase, you're going to feel your hormones rising. You're going to start to get more energy after your period. Ovulation, you're going to feel a ton of energy, really confident. In those two phases, I try to do more cardio and I try to do more resistance like reformer Pilates or I'll do some of my more intense longer Pilates workouts. And then during the luteal phase and the menstrual phase, I'll start to wind down and do chill workouts. Like right now I'm in my luteal phase about to get my period and I'm feeling hella bloated, hella lethargic and just in a weird mood, like that weird funk of depression. So I'm going to just keep things chill for the next few days, do some chill flows and just take care of myself. So that's how I plan my workouts. It's really chill. I'll write them down usually the week prior and that helps me a lot. Okay. So how do you get started with Pilates? I really love your video class. Oh, so sweet. Um, so I actually have a free Pilates starter guide. I will link it below in the show notes. It is super helpful and I give all my best tips and tricks on starting Pilates. Best thing ever is just starting somewhere. <laughs> I know it can be super overwhelming out there with resources and people telling you what's right and what's wrong. But end of the day, you just got to start, right? You just got to get your mat, put on your cute workout set or literally throw on a sweatshirt and leggings or sweatpants like whatever you got to do, girl, and grab your computer or your phone. And you can try one of my beginner workouts and try it. Just try to do as much as you can. And then the next day, try again. 
It's like you just have to start somewhere. You can't do a million things at once. And when we try to do a million things at once is when we burn out and when we get overwhelmed and we stop. So that's the biggest thing I can tell you is you got to start somewhere. And my guide is really helpful. I actually gave you guys advice in a way that I would have told myself when I started. So I hope it really helps you. I did my best and it is linked in show notes. All right, next next question. Okay. Ooh, this is a really interesting question. How do you reconcile your faith and manifestation and affirmations? Okay, so I have actually mentioned this a little bit on my stories about how I just started to get back into my faith. I was raised a Christian and I started to pray again to God and I started to build my relationship again with him and it's really been changing my life. I actually really wanted to shout out a girl I follow on Instagram. Her name is Meredith. She's always posting about this devotional I actually got. It's by Sadie Robertson and I got the devotional and I started to read it every day and my life started to change. I was a Christian for most of my life. I was raised in a church. My family, super religious, and I fell out of my faith in college and I got into spirituality in 2020 actually. I read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and it started to bring up questions and me wondering and thinking about myself as a soul and not so much as a physical being. And so this spiritual path actually led me to kind of, (laughs) what's the word, just dive really deep into spirituality, um, which led to affirmations and manifestation. So I want to touch on manifestation really fast. Manifestation, if you don't know, is a practice and a belief that when you speak something into the world or you believe something, it's going to happen. That was a very simplified explanation. And I'm sorry if you're a really intense manifestation person and you're like, that was literally not it. But like, that's how I see manifestation. And I used to practice manifestation a lot, actually. But recently, as I have gotten closer with God again, I look at manifestation a little bit differently. And here is how I look at it differently. And also, guys, I just want to put it out there. If you're like, if you're not religious, if you don't believe in God, if you are not Christian, like I want you to feel like this is still a really safe space. I just want to hold space for whatever you believe because everyone's entitled to believe whatever they believe. And I wanted to just share with you my own, my own faith and my own practices. Um, and so I just wanted you to know that. Okay. I'm not going to like force you into anything. I'm just simply just wanted to share with you my own practices to answer this question. Um, okay. So basically what changed for me with manifestation is I look at it as, so when I pray to God, it's like, it's hard to explain it. It's like, like when you have a relationship with God, it's not like you're just begging God for things over and over again. And like, I think sometimes people get manifestation confused with just asking constantly. So like with manifestation, people usually call it the universe, universe, God, all very, like all kind of the similar thing. So they're asking the universe for different things. And like, for me, it's like, yes, I ask God for things. I pray for things, but 
more than anything, I believe that I have a purpose on this planet and that I'm sharing God's love with the world. And I believe that I will be safe and I will be, I will, I will be abundant and provided for as I'm following my path. So that's a little bit how my mindset has changed. I used to be like, oh, if I think one thing, like if I have one negative doubt, like it's going to happen because I'm going to manifest it negatively. I now look at it more as I'm trusting God. I'm trusting. So if you are into manifestation and you're trusting the universe or you're asking the universe for things, whatever, whatever thing, like whatever you believe, I just wanted to share, like, that's what I do. And it makes it a lot less stressful <laughs> and it comes down to, I'm just trusting there's a greater being out there who's taking care of me. So I wanted to just answer that question. And for affirmations, for me, it's not anything to do with religion It's or faith. It's purely to do with self-love. Like when you're saying, I love me, I love who I am, I'm strong. It's you loving yourself. It's you believing in yourself. So it's like you're your own cheerleader. So that's just how I look at it. And once again, just I want to put it out there. I am not pushing religion on anybody. I'm simply sharing my faith and what I believe because, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you liked learning more about, I guess, my faith. I don't really talk about it a lot. It's really, it's new to me again, but it's really been changing my life and making me feel fulfilled every single day. It's awesome. All right. I love this question. How do you balance work life and hobbies and social life? So you guys, if you listen to my previous episodes, you already know that I recently quit my job, my full-time PR job, and I'm working full-time for myself now, but I've been realizing that I still work so much, like it's crazy because I run my own studio. I'm like a studio owner. I literally am a studio owner and I'm also a content creator. I'm signed with an agency doing so much for that every single day. I'm also a girlfriend. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. Like there's so much to do. Well, what I've learned is always going back to taking care of yourself first and foremost. So when I did the social media detox, I put everyone else to the side for three days. I was like, this needs to be my time and it's not selfish. It is me taking care of myself. And as a result, I'm going to have so much more to give out of my cup. So that's just how I prioritize. You got to do things that make you feel inspired. Go surround yourself with people that fill your cup and that motivate you to be your best self. And you got to do things that make you feel more energy than when you came in. So if you're hanging out with somebody and you leave feeling exhausted and just drained, chances are that person isn't a great impact on your life and you might be wasting your time hanging out with them your time and your energy. So I would look at your life in that way and start to prioritize the things that help you become the best version of you and make you feel the most inspired and help you show the most love into the world. And then go from there. Like once again, life is not always going to be balanced. Balance is really a word that I, I just say balance is when you are doing what you need to do in that moment that will make you feel the best. So maybe that's partying more. Maybe that's being, having more self-care days. Maybe that is working until whatever hour of the night because you want to work and you want to launch something. So that's just how I look at it. And I hope that helps you because you can't always balance things, but you can do things that you know you need to do in that moment. Okay. My phone locked down on me. So let's see the next question is 
what should you do when you don't feel motivated? All right, I could do a whole episode on this and I totally will. Something that helps me is reevaluating my intention behind the thing that I'm feeling unmotivated for. And I've used this a million times this episode, but my social media is the biggest thing I can use an example of. I was feeling no motivation to post. And what I realized is I was in this comparison loophole and my intention was purely about numbers and about fitting in. And it wasn't about I want to share my voice on this awesome platform that I've been given and I want to help somebody else's life. So when I reevaluated my intention, it actually lit this new fire in me that I haven't felt in a few months and it motivated me to get back out there. So just reevaluate your intention. It's so helpful and motivation will come and go. Discipline is where it's at, but you also have to learn to give yourself grace when you're not feeling it and when you're feeling super burnt out. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite cardio? A hot girl walks. You already know. What is your job? My business, my online sweaty studio. Did you go to college? What sparked your passion for fitness? I did go to college. I went to University of Miami and I was a public relations major and a entrepreneurship and marketing minors. My passion was actually sparked from my figure skating journey. I have a whole YouTube video on that and I will get into that more on hopefully the upcoming episode. Someone wanted me to talk more about my skating journey and I think it's really funny because, well not funny, but like skating is a huge hot topic right now because there was so much drama in the Winter Olympics. So I will for sure be recording the episode for you guys next week. I'm going to write down my notes right after this. This episode is starting to get a little bit long so I might call it... I might call it soon, but that will be the next episode. So I'll do like a little part two moment of this Q&A, but I really, I'm going to answer a few more super quick questions. I can just fire off answers to, and then I'll do some more intense ones in the upcoming episode. Where did you buy your cute ankle weights from? Balabans. Balanced diet, life tips, simplify. Favorite pair of workout bottoms? Um... I would say Aloe Yoga, Free People Movement, Fabletics, Daily Drills. Do you have to be sore in order for a good workout? Nope. Your body will actually adapt to the workout type and you won't get a sore, even though it's still a good workout. (laughs) Favorite books? I'm currently reading Do Less. Um, It's really good. I recommend Um, I love people we meet on vacation and I love the Coco Chanel biography. (laughs) I'm also reading the cognitive behavioral therapy book right now. So fun stuff. And I'm also reading the art of war. I read like a hundred books at once, just so you know. Um, what face serums do you use? I use all things Tula. I posted about it like last week. I love their brightening serum drops and their lotion. Oh my gosh. It's so good. You guys like you look like a glazed donut afterwards. I'm obsessed. Um, let's see. Are you thinking of taking your website to an app? PS the sweaty studio is amazing. Oh my gosh. Thanks girl. Yes. Yes. For sure. Definitely down the line. Hopefully in like a few months I will reach that next step in the road. For now, I'm just working on building the community and really just making it the best it can be right now. And then when it's time, it's time. So I'm really pumped to start an app. It'll be so fun. How do you deal with stress? 
self-care days all the way. I'm learning this. I struggle with anxiety all the time and I just shut off entirely. I don't want to go on my phone. I don't want to do anything. I shut everyone on my life. So we're working on it. That's why I'm reading the book called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Um, but I also love CBD for stress. My favorite brand right now is Equilibria. I'm also doing a deal with them or like not a deal, a little collab with them. So I'll post more information about them soon. So keep your ears out for that. I'm obsessed with them. Um, also I love taking hot showers and crying. I love taking baths, bubble baths and reading books and just sitting, sitting in the sun is so good. And also Pilates is really helpful when you have stress too. And I recently learned that if you are counting down, it switches you to the front part of your brain and the, I don't even know the scientific terms for this. The back part of your brain or like the middle part is where the anxiety is and like the emotions and stuff. But the front part of your brain is where your logic is. So if you're counting down, it switches you out of the emotional part of your brain. So it's actually really good for anxiety and stress. Anyway, guys, um, we are going to get into a part two on this next week. I'll probably do another Q&A during the week. So we have even more questions. I hope you love this episode, by the way. If you loved it, make sure you leave a nice review. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at I'm Sweaty and I Know It. And once again, try out my studio, my queen. It is a seven-day free trial and it is the Sweaty Studio or it is sweatystudio.com and I will link it below. Have the best day. You're awesome. Stay sweaty and keep being amazing. Bye.